Welcome to the Unbreakable Woman podcast, where you will hear faith-based conversations with unbreakable women on health, parenting, relationships, business, and much more. We hope that you will grab a cup of coffee, tea, or whatever your drink of choice is, relax, and enjoy the show. Thank you for joining us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unbreakable Woman podcast. Thank you for joining us for another week of dialogue and conversation around various different topics. Um, And to talk about on this podcast, things that try to break us as women, how the enemy uses circumstances in life to break us down, to get us to quit, to give up, to um, not fulfill our calling in Christ Jesus, but by the spirit of God, we are able to overcome. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. So we like to talk about those various ways that the enemy comes against us and how the spirit of God always, always, always takes over when we invite him in to help us in every circumstance so that we can have victory and an experience victory in our lives. So hello, Megan, my wonderful, beautiful co-host. Hello. Good. How are you? Wonderful. And as we like to do in all of our podcasts, we like to start out talking about what is one thing this past week that has tried to break you. So Megan, what is one thing that's tried to break you this past week? <laughs> hmm, let's see. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, probably the fact that I lost my voice and have had this terrible cough. So I apologize, everybody. My voice is slightly croaky this evening. The boys, um, or actually Asha, got a little virus and a cough from school, which he so kindly passed around the family. And <laughs> I got it too. So I would say... That that's the biggest thing this week. What about you, May? Yeah, I think that multiple, a couple different things tried to um, really break me this week. But the one thing I guess I will um, mention, I'm trying to pick which one I should have decided which one I was going to uh, mm-hmm. share on this particular podcast. But I'm going to say that, you know, constantly the enemy is trying to attack our identity. And I felt that my identity has really been attacked probably over the last several weeks and um, just in very specific ways that the enemy came after my identity. And, um, and you know, I'm not going to lie. I had a day this past week where I just sulked all day long. Mm. <laughs> I um, literally went in my room and just stayed in there. My husband was like, what's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> mm. But I, I sulked. I haven't really done that in a long time. Not like mm-hmm. that. Right. Mm-hmm. I sulked all day. Didn't really come out of my room. My husband took care of the kids. That's and I hilarious. Out in there. Yeah. That was, it was, it was that deep, you know, that particular day, but it was a, it was a um, accumulation of several days of not handling it with God and not pouring out my heart before God and pouring out my complaints before God. That's what happens when you don't do that on a regular basis. And Mm -hmm. so I let it linger for too long. um, And just let that lie just, I entertained the lie for way too long. And that's, that's where it went. And so I finally, that evening, I just grabbed the bull by the horns. And I'm like, you know what? No, we're not doing this. And I just 
pressed into prayer, pulled out my Bible I had um, and my worship music and did spiritual work there. And, um, and I said, it stops here. I am not, I am not going into my week with all of this nonsense. And, um, and, you know, the spirit of God met me there mm-hmm. and ministered to my, my heart. He ministered to my soul, reminded me of my identity, who I am, what he says. And um, it also helps to go back and listen to some prophetic words that have been spoken over you and over your life and my mm-hmm. husband's life. And so I went back and I did that as well. And I was truly encouraged by the Holy Spirit. And that's that's what he brings us. He brings us that peace and comfort as we need it. When we pour out our complaints before him, he really does come in and um, do what is necessary. And he gives us exactly what we need. The Holy Spirit is so wonderful and so kind and so merciful and so tender with us. And I just thank God for his loving kindness and uh, he doesn't just give up on us. Right. So yes, I had a hissy fit. I threw a whole fit like my five-year-olds do and, you know, before God, but he consoled me and comforted me. And I'm so thankful for that. Mm, So good. So good. Yeah. We all have, we're human, right? We all have days like that where we, we just don't feel like doing it. And there's only so long, so much time that we can really allow to give into these types of feelings before it's like, come on, I got to pull myself together. I can't, you know, I can't do this. And I need, I need the Lord to do that. I can't do it on my own. And thank God that every single time we, you know, we, we're feeling this way and we really earnestly cry out to him. He comes and he pulls us right out that pit. Yes, exactly. So yes, we're thankful for the, for, for God and thankful for the Holy Spirit. I'm thankful for how God it has healed you and your family and your household and mm-hmm. that you and your family are getting better and feeling better. I know you have the lingering cough, but in Jesus name, we pray that that cough be gone in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. And we're so grateful for all of you listeners. Thank you for tuning in and just being part of our podcast. I think we're on like episode what six is it six now (laughs) i think so something like that it should be six yeah i think it's like six i know we didn't record last week we kind of get to to do this is you're so busy no i'm not gonna blame it on you but you are you do amaze me honestly and inspire me at the same time as to how much you manage to do i'm i I just i'm in awe of it to be honest so the fact that you can handle this podcast as well is just yeah it's a blessing for sure yeah i'm so thankful that for your patience and for everyone's patience um this is a this is important to us and we believe that god has called us to do this um and we believe that you know more and more grace will be given as we continue to do this so um pray for us everyone that you know this can we just need more grace as we do this but we know we're called to it amen yeah so today we're going to talk about forgiveness going to talk about the weapon of forgiveness because forgiveness is powerful right yes it is yeah so we can all probably um relate to a time when we were offended probably happened today maybe (laughs) maybe even on the road while we were driving right (laughs) I, i would say that was probably that's you know isn't it funny this is the one thing that gets me about driving and drivers is that as soon as somebody gets in the car and they start driving it's the most easiest place to take on an offense. And I just don't get it. 
I don't understand it because if you were walking around it like would people really act that way it's crazy but a fence comes knocking at our door every single day in so many different ways and we really do need to be on on guard because it's so easy to take offense and once we've taken offense we really have to kind of make an assessment about all right what's going on right now I feel a shift in my spirit I feel a shift in my mood I feel a shift in my energy I feel irritable I feel snappy I don't feel like me like what's going on what happened right yeah yeah I agree and I think that you know going back to the example you just shared with the car and getting in the car and it seems like that seems to be the most um, offensive place (laughs) is on the road I think that that is because of the uh, the accumulation of anger that we've built up inside of, inside of us. I think that it's a um, it's a buildup of offenses that we have that we didn't process and unforgiveness that we did not process. So it manifests itself when we're one little thing on the road. That's how it manifests itself, right? That's how that anger comes out because of unprocessed anger and also a build up of unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. So it's so important that this topic is very important for many different reasons. And we'll go through some scriptures shortly, but unforgiveness is not something that is an option for Christians. And my husband said this when he preached at church a couple of weeks ago, that as Christians, oftentimes we think that forgiveness, I think I said unforgiveness is not an option. Forgiveness is not an option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you guys know what I'm saying. Forgiveness is not an option when we are Christians. But my husband said that as Christians, sometimes we think that it's okay to not forgive people. Now, there are some really bad things that people have done to, to us. There are some real situations that we completely understand Um and the grace of God is there to comfort us and to help us through these situations. But as Christians, forgiveness is not an option. We are called to forgive. And the Bible is very, very, very clear about the topic of forgiveness and that we have to forgive um, if we want God to forgive us. And I believe that with forgiveness, we, if we're not willing to forgive and we have unforgiveness, that really opens up the door for the enemy to work havoc in our lives. It's an open door for the enemy and Mm -hmm. it's an open door for strongholds to take root in our lives. So it's so, so important that we process forgiveness with the Holy Spirit, um, receiving forgiveness from God and then giving out forgiveness to those who, um, need, who, who require forgiveness of us, even when it's really, really difficult. And it's hard to say when it's really difficult because I know I've heard horrific stories of things that have, that have happened to people that seem like they should be unforgivable. Mm-hmm. So I get it. There are times where it's just like, how can you forgive a person for that? You know, mm-hmm. and, you know however, it's important again that we process it with the Lord and by God's grace, he can help us. And sometimes Forgiveness is a process. And I just want to mention that forgiveness is a process sometimes, especially depending on how deep the the pain was that was caused. So, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. So what about let's look at. So we've got the obvious things, you know, somebody offends us on, on, on the obviously it's hard to forgive a stranger. But, you know, you want to release that still that that anger and that that offense. But 
you know, maybe a friend or, um, you know, a spouse. Um, we know those those obvious um, things that offenses that we take on. But what about the ones that are buried? What about those? H- how do we go about kind of uncovering that we're that we're holding on to unforgiveness toward a person? How do we um, how do we address that? How do we find that out? You know, what do we what do we need to do to kind of say, all right, who do I have now? Is it a thought is it like when a person's name comes up in your mind and you have this oh kind of feeling towards them, you know, like oh I I don't know, or just this this how how do we know we have unforgiveness toward a person is the, kind of the first step to really we want to uncover, right? Do we have any negative feelings towards anybody and anyone from our past, maybe even our parents? Because being having holding on to unforgiveness is like being in chains and we don't even realize it's like an invisible spiritual bondage that we don't realize yes that we are in yeah yeah it's holding us bound mm-hmm. and and it's so powerful when we forgive people and, and i'm sure everyone can relate to this if you think about a time when you've been really hurt by someone and they've come to you and they've said i'm sorry will you forgive me honestly and you've said I forgive you the feeling the feeling of that the freedom that you got in that moment maybe you got emotional maybe um you know you broke down and there was a freeing in that moment and so we walk around you know every day most of us and probably actually are do harbor some unforgiveness towards things and people that maybe we've forgotten about and I think it's a good exercise too really to kind of discern all right do I have any unforgiveness towards anybody lord help me help me figure that out help mm-hmm. me find out if there's someone from my past that I haven't forgiven and mm-hmm. you know maybe you want to have a conversation with them I remember um, I did this with one of my friends and she was a really close friend of mine um, here in Arizona and she hurt me pretty badly and it had been you know several years and it was a random call, but, and this was before I knew the Lord, I just felt like I needed to just call her and ask, even though I didn't feel like I was in the wrong, I wanted to have that exchange of words. And that exchange of words was really freeing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that you bring up a couple of great points. Uh, you had said, how do we know if we have unforgiveness? I think that's a really good point because sometimes we don't know that we're harboring unforgiveness. Um, we, I do, I do this um, ministry at our church, healing deliverance type of um, ministry that we have at our church, and I'm one of the ministers. RTF, it's called Restoring the Foundations, and one of the things that we do as part of that deliverance process or healing process is asking the person seeking the. Uh, the deliverance if there's any unforgiveness and there's a whole process to it and that is such a necessary step to receiving the freedom that they're looking to have is forgiveness and sometimes they didn't even know they were harboring unforgiveness until it just comes up in the session so in our time with God it is important like you said for us to ask the Holy Spirit do I have any unforgiveness in my heart God is so good and he's very real. He's very tangible. He's very relational. Uh, He will show you what's in your heart. And the practice that I've made is, is uh, out of 
Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24, which says, search me, God, and know my heart. Then it tells him, test me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me into the way of everlasting. I, I pray that often. God, show me, is there any wicked way in me that is offensive to you? Is there mm-hmm. anything in my heart that I'm harboring that is offensive to you? Show me, bring it up so that I can repent of it and be in right standing with you. That's my regular prayer. And I'll ask God, am I holding on to any unforgiveness? Because I don't want anything hindering my, my, my relationship with God or my prayer life or my blessings. Okay. Let's just be real. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, God, show me, do, am I harboring any unforgiveness? And quite honestly, this week, part of what I was talking about is having to process realize that I was harboring, harboring unforgiveness the way that I was. I thought I tried to live, uh, I tried to live really free of being free of offense. I really tried to, I fight against it. It's hard sometimes, not saying that it's easy, but I really do try to forgive people um, that do even little things. But this week was really difficult for me. And I feel that it was a test for me this week Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. around, you know, for forgiveness. And am I going to forgive these little instances that are really kind of big that hurt my heart? They're kind of mm-hmm. small, but they hurt my heart in big ways. Right. And I was realizing that I wasn't processing it and I needed to release the people that I had the, or the person that I had this, these feelings towards. But as I pray that search me, God, show me, is there anything in me? Do I, am I harboring unforgiveness? Please show me. So I'm not so, so that I, so, so, so that I'm not working against anything you're trying to do in my heart. And he literally, he, he's so good. And he, he, he wants us in right standing. He will always show us if we ask mm-hmm. him, he's very mm-hmm. faithful to do so. So I think that that's one thing that we need to do on a regular basis so that we're not harboring unforgiveness. He'll show you if you have unforgiveness towards your husband, you may have let it go, but it doesn't mean that you are not harboring unforgiveness just because yeah. you're smiling and things are great right now. Remember what I said earlier that sometimes we allow that unforgiveness to accumulate inside of us. It builds up and all of a sudden you're manifesting this anger and bitterness and um, unbound emotions and all of these things. Right. And Mm -hmm. sound, I'm sorry, bound up emotions. And so that's all built up from not processing hurt and pain with the Holy spirit and, and, and releasing the person and forgiving a person. So it's again, just important that you allow the Holy spirit to show you what needs to be done mm-hmm. um, to reconcile with a person. Yeah. 100%. And, and I think being married, Oh, it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's so 100% worth it. it. It's so easy to be offended and to get, hurt really just to get hurt and I feel like you know with our marriage we want to be close we want to be friends and we want to be we don't want to be you know one of those married couples that they don't touch each other they're not you know intimate they're not because they've let these things build over years and years and years and to be honest Atif and I were pretty fiery people so it's quite hard for us to kind of let it get that way but one thing that we can't do and we've you know anytime that we've tried to which is you know move on without having that conversation is that it doesn't really go away we'll get up we'll get along we can get along and then all of a sudden you know it actually takes 
nothing to get offended with one another or upset with one another because we're still holding on to it from before so we until we have that conversation with one another it doesn't really truly kind of go away it doesn't really get it's just there it's like this elephant yeah. kind of in the room and and I and I you know I forgive him immediately like I've I don't think I've ever been like no I, I don't forgive you you know because hearing those words it, it just I don't know it does something to your bond it just brings you closer and makes me lo- makes me love him more because I think that it takes a lot for a person to especially the first person to come forward and say you know what I'm sorry whether they were in the right or in the wrong but just to have that humility to come forward and say you know what I'm sorry that's attractive that's admirable that is noble that is the right thing to do um and when the other person kind of does it it's you know obviously nobody really like especially when they're offended they don't want to to be like I'm sorry you know the enemy keeps you in a bind there but with a lot of practice the the quicker you do it you know I feel like it's, it's a conversation that you have to have repentance daily is is important just as as any human being because we're constantly making mistakes we're always sinning whether we realize it or not you know so daily repentance is good but also to your spouse because we can do things a lot of the time that we don't even realize that we've done and they've taken offense and they may not even have said anything I know that's happened to me many times and I'm like I'm sorry Arthur you know I, I didn't even know that that I had done that or I'm sorry that you know, I disres- disrespected you. I didn't mean to, you know, it wasn't anything that maybe it was a tone or, you know, and we get offended or upset over things that are not necessarily intentionally done. And yeah. so that's part of it, right? Forgiveness is a powerful, powerful weapon. And I feel, I feel blessed to really have never have had been the type of person to harbor any sort of unforgiveness um, toward anyone. I remember when I was growing up and my friends would hurt me or, you know, I was in a, I was in a crowd of, of friends where they were kind of bullies and they would pick on, you know, people, they pick on like each, every week there'd be a new outcast or whatever. And I also had other friend groups, but I always, you know, they kick me out and they'd be mean to me and they'd blame me, whatever. And then I would, next week I'd, forgive them and be friends with them again and my other friends were like I can't believe you know you're you just forgive these people like so easily you know and to me I didn't think anything of it I genuinely just did and I think I've always been that way really I think it was until I got married that I started to really find it a little bit harder to be like wow like I'm really upset right now but still would forgive easily I still forgive easily but you know, offense is going to come and the only way out of it is to forgive, to just forgive. And it's powerful. It's like something literally gets broken off in the spiritual realm and you just experience this instant lift, this mm-hmm. instant freedom and you feel it. It's, it's, it's something that happens, yes, in the physical, but it happens in the spiritual. And that's what's felt, right? Because um heaven heaven isn't observable spirit isn't observable with your eyes it can only be felt inside you know um and so forgiveness is one of those spiritual weapons that is something that is felt inside like kindness kindness is another spiritual weapon being kind 
or sharing a kind word can turn away wrath or a soft word can turn away. I don't know the exact scripture, but it's so true. Whenever somebody's kind of angry, you can diffuse it very quickly by just being gentle and soft and kind. And it really is a weapon, you know, for good. It's amazing. It is. And it is one of those things. It is a weapon because forgiveness is God knows that that is, it's a weapon because of it is what is going to tear down spiritual spiritual strongholds and demonic strongholds in our lives. Yes. And so forgiveness is a key to all to breakthrough as well. It's a key to breakthrough and um, for the power of God to really move in our lives. That's why God does not want us bound up by any unforgiveness. And so I just have another scripture um, for us, which is out of, uh, what is it out of? I think it's out of Matthew and it's out of Matthew chapter five. And it goes like this. So it's talking about when we're angry with somebody. So it says that you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder. And whoever murders will be liable of judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother, in our case, sister <laughs> or brother, because uh, mm-hmm. it could be our spouses, it could be anyone, right? Anyone yeah. who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you're offering your gift at the altar and there you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your your gift there before the altar and go and first be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. So in this, it's saying that if you remember that someone may be offended at you, you go and you reconcile with that person. And I think that also it goes, I think it goes both ways too. I think that if you are also um, angry with someone, if you're angry with your spouse, I think it's important that you communicate kind of like what you mentioned earlier, Megan, that you, you know, your husband communicated with you that he felt Mm -hmm. disrespectful, right? I think Mm -hmm. it's important that we communicate with our friends or our loved ones, you know, when we are angry and um, give them opportunity to apologize to you, right? Um, And to reconcile the relationship as well. But just going back to forgiveness, I think that it is, it's, it's one of those things, once again, that God has called us to do. That is not an option. He has freely given his son to die on that cross for mm-hmm. our forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It was such a great cost for mm-hmm. our forgiveness. And if he could give that sort of sacrifice to forgive us, we too have to offer a sacrifice of forgiveness as often as is necessary of those who sin against us or offend us. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if God is going to forgive us and he forgives us on a daily basis, we are not perfect human beings. I constantly make mistakes all day long and he's always so willing to forgive me of all of my sins. And if you want him to continue to forgive you of all of the sins, um, daily things that we do, we have to also make sure that we are free of, um, of, of unforgiveness and that we're forgiving other people in our lives as well. And one other thing that I want to mention is that um, um, God cannot forgive you unless you're willing to forgive. 
And I think that's just such a powerful statement. My, my husband mentioned it in his message the other week that he can't forgive you if you're not willing to forgive other people. And to me, that says it all. That's like, okay, God, show me who I need to forgive. And sometimes it's hard to forgive people. So I'm going to need you to give me the strength to forgive this person or a group of people, whomever it is, and to release them so that I don't hold on to and, and bear unforgiveness. And he, he does help. I remember one time I was really, really, really struggling with forgiving a friend of mine. She was a friend of mine at the time. And it seemed like she was always doing something and I was always re-forgiving her. And I, mm-hmm. and I remember I would come home from, she, she used to go to our church. I'd come home and I'd just be angry because of something that she did. And I'll just be cleaning my house angry. And I'm like, I cannot forgive her. I'm just so done. I just want, you know, so I was just, I was just, I was always just so angry at this person. <laughs> I felt like I was always <laughs> forgiving her. And the Holy Spirit is like, well, you never really truly forgive her. That's why you're so angry right now. Because again, it it, it it builds up when you don't really process it and you don't really release them and forgive. Mm-hmm. And so the Holy Spirit had to walk me through that process. And that was a process. And it was being honest with God and pouring out my complaints before God and saying, okay, today was really hard and it's coming up in me again. And I feel offended all over again but help me Holy Spirit. And he always has the help available. And as long as we're willing to bring it to him and as long as we're willing to allow him to take us through the process, I think God is good with it. And we, as long as we're willing to not hang on to that unforgiveness and we're real with him, he'll walk us through it. And before long, it's like, wow, I release that person. I bless that person. I love that person with the love of the Lord from afar over here. (laughs) But um, he he helps us with all of that, right? And so- Mm -hmm. um, Again, I think what we're saying is forgiveness is a weapon in that it's not going, when we're able to forgive people, we'll be able to freely allow the power of God to move in our lives and the blessings of God to flow in and out in our, into our lives, right? Hmm. Um, when we're really able to unclog any, we, we have to be able to unclog the vessel, right? A blessing. Um, and it's unforgiveness that will clog that up. And so- yeah, so good. So good. And, and, you know, for- forgiveness began with God, it began with him, and he has a lot to say about it in in the Bible. Uh, Matthew six twelve to 15, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people, when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a chain reaction, like a domino effect. You know what I mean? Yep. If we don't forgive, we won't be forgiven. Matthew twenty six twenty eight. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Luke six thirty seven. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Luke 17, 3. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. And I believe it goes on. It's not at the end of this verse, I think, but I think it's this verse that says, you know, it says, how many times should I forgive? You know, mm-hmm. seven times. He says seven times or 77 times. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If they ask for forgiveness, yeah. forgive them. Yeah. And then look goes on Luke twenty three thirty four. Jesus said father forgive them for they do not know what they are doing and this is you know when right right when he died on the cross they were divvying up his yeah, clothes and casting lots right right 
his very last words were, you know, it is finished because his blood shed on the cross, which I think we should do actually do a podcast about the power of his blood because the, the shedding of his blood on the cross fulfilled the law of sin and death mm-hmm. him dying him him god becoming a human being in jesus and dying on the cross for us and i, I think we've talked about this before you know about hollywood and and in the in the sacrifices and all the stuff you know the satanic what they do is slaughter chickens and you know all these animals and whatever because there's so much power in blood sacrifice and jesus was the ultimate blood sacrifice that's how much he loves us that he died a death that he didn't deserve on a cross and even on on the cross like the the two men that were next to him were like remember me when you come into your kingdom because they knew who he was they knew they 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 knew who he was and and what did jesus say to them he said you know he said today you will be with me in paradise because they recognized him they recognized who he was and that's what jesus wants to do jesus is a free gift he's a free gift of life that all we need to do is believe in him and 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 ask for forgiveness that's it the world makes out that it's so hard but it's not it's not there's only it's so simple we've we've done so many bad things and whether people like to admit it or not there there are no good humans we (laughs) say oh you know i'm not that bad (laughs) there's none good but but God and the Bible, when the Bible uses the word God, good, he means morally perfect, morally perfect, not by human standards, yeah. but by God's standards and him, him dying on the cross first saying, father, forgive them for they, they do not know what they're doing after going through what he went through. And he literally, before he cried out and his spirit left him to say that, I mean, he, as it says in the Bible, even the the I don't know what they what they called, but all the ones that were persecuting him and and laughing at him and spitting at him were like, right when he died, they realized, whoa, what did we do? Mm-hmm. It says like the veil was torn, the earth shook, and they knew that he was gone, but it was it it was too late. So we have we have this opportunity, and this is I think one of the biggest reasons why we're doing this podcast is is we love the Lord. And we 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 want to see people come to Jesus. You know, we don't want to see anyone anyone perish because hell is a very real place. <laughs> and yeah. and you know, we, when we when we when we leave this earth, we're going somewhere. So one, why hold on to unforgiveness for your whole life and be bound in chains toward toward somebody when you can just release them and live freely? Um, you know, and two, we'll be held accountable. For everything. That's exactly right. Yeah. So um, as we wrap up this podcast today, uh, one verse that comes to mind is Ephesians 4, 26, which tells us to uh, be angry and do not sin and do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. So the reason forgiveness is a powerful tool the reason forgiveness is the key to breakthrough is because of when we forgive, it will give no opportunity to the devil to wreak havoc in our lives. It will not give the opportunity to the devil to have those strongholds and open doors in our lives. I know, I know, I don't, I know you don't either, Megan, but I do not want to leave any gap 
or room or door open for the enemy to come in and work any sort of anything in my life. Right. And so it's, it's one of those things that we have to be mindful of. And even when it's really, really hard, that's where I think it's important that we have some really good girlfriends around us to process really hard things that are hard to forgive and to, um, allow the Holy Spirit to comfort us in the times that we need comforting so that we can do what's necessary to do. And in this case, we're talking about forgiveness. And so forgiveness is a powerful weapon. God knew that. And that's why he's asked us to forgive. That's why he's willing to forgive us a, and why he's asked us to also be willing to forgive. So we do not block the flow of the things that he's trying to do in our lives. Any last minute thoughts, Megan, around forgiveness being a powerful weapon? Yeah. Um, No, I think I just really invite everybody who's listening to kind of just maybe spend some time thinking about if they have any unforgiveness towards anybody Mm -hmm. and to maybe, um, you know, consider releasing them if there's what what's cool is that what what will probably happen is as soon as you kind of ask yourself that question or even ask the lord to reveal it someone will come into your mind some random person will pop into your mind that you're like oh oh, oh okay yeah. and then you know revelation will come and pray for revelation about that and then and then release them because there's there's freedom and forgiveness and the more we forgive the more freedom that that we receive um and we can go about you know living in freedom living life in freedom and that that's why jesus died so that we could be in peace too here on earth not just in heaven in his presence and i think you know if you haven't experienced the lord's presence really cry cry out to him because his presence isn't is just everything mm-hmm. it really is it is well, i'll close this out in prayer and then yes please all right thank you father thank you father for sending jesus to die on that cross for us for our forgiveness thank you that you have forgiven us lord that you freely forgive lord and that we can freely receive your forgiveness and that you do not want us to have unforgiveness harbored in our hearts because you freely want to 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 to, to bless our lives and to keep us free from any of the um, strongholds that the enemy would want to root in our lives. So we just thank you, Father God, for your word. We thank you also for your power, for the power of the Holy Spirit to help us do the things that may even be impossible to do at times. Thank you, Father, that you provide help and you provide comfort in the times that we need that help and comfort when things are just really hard, when it's really hard to forgive people, when it's really hard to process forgiveness. But God, we do not want to harbor unforgiveness. We want to we want to live according to your word. We want to live according to your ways. We, uh, Lord, we want to be women after your own heart. So we ask you, Holy Spirit, to help us. Help us to do the hard things. We can do hard things by your spirit, Father God. So show us if there's any unforgiveness in our hearts, show us our hearts, reveal to us, Father God, any unforgiveness, any any sinful ways within us, Lord, any ways that are offensive to you, we ask you to reveal that to us so that we can repent of it and just be in right standing with you in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. 
thank you for this conversation. I thank you for our friends who would be listening in. We ask you, God, to heal the hearts um, of those who, who, who have a broken heart, those who have been hurt by people deeply and wounded by people very deeply. That, that is very real. That's a real thing. People who have done even wicked things to, to some of us. But God, we ask you to bring comfort. You're near to the brokenhearted. And I pray that you would bring comfort and peace to those hearts in the name of Jesus, in the way that only you can, Lord. Peace that surpasses understanding. So God, I pray that you would heal the wounded hearts, the broken uh, pieces of, of um, some of our hearts, Father God. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, to fill it with your love, fill it with your light in the name of Jesus. And we ask you, God, to minister to these hearts in the way that they each need to be ministered to. You know every single person's circumstances. You know their lives. You've seen what they've went through, God. You see them. And your heart even breaks for, for, for the things that they've had to go, go through. I just pray by your spirit, Lord, that they will feel your presence and that they will feel your love and that your love will overwhelm them and overtake them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much, May. And thank you guys all for listening. And um, we love you all. And we look forward to connecting with you guys next week. Yes. All right. Have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>